BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, guys. My name is Sarah Nicole, and I am the host of the Papaya Podcast, where each week we dish out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom all through candid conversations in a very real and tangible way. I want everyone to know that they're not alone and that we share in these experiences called life. And sometimes when we get to know somebody else's story, it changes ours a little bit as well. So I want you to tune in with us on Mondays. Subscribe, rate and review it, and keep these conversations going with us. You can tune Tune in behind the scenes at the Papaya Podcast and the Birds Papaya on Instagram as well. Can't wait to see you next week. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Yo, yo, yo. We're back with another episode of Breaking Beauty Podcast. What's happening, Jill? I'm happy to say I'm back in Toronto officially. I'm not with you, but I'm down the street from you. So it feels a little closer. (laughs) Yeah, it feels good to have you back. And hopefully one day soon we'll have a little drink outside. Yes, I can't (laughs) wait for that. I can't wait for that. So I don't know about you guys, but if I look down at my hands right now, it's so sad. They're in a state of total disrepair. Like if these fingernails could talk, they'd say, help me. You know what I mean? I can't tell you the number of people who have asked me in the last four to six weeks, like how to help their nails. It's they're cracking, they're peeling. It's just like this incessant hand washing, I feel like has just done a number on everybody and we can't get to our nail Mm -hmm. professionals. So it's pretty dire right now. Yeah, absolutely. This whole episode is like one big PSA for you guys. Well, if you're anything like us, you're going to appreciate this episode today. We're talking about how to cure your quarantine hands and nails with none other than Marion Newman. We had to call on Marianne. I mean, she's literally the queen of nails. She's royalty, in fact, because in December, she was just awarded the British Empire Medal in the Queen's Birthday Honors List for services contributing to the beauty industry during COVID-19. I mean, come on. And you could just name drop all over the place with Marianne. She's done like bending riveted nails for Lady Gaga. She's backstage at Fashion Week doing like 3D nails. She's pretty much worked with everyone in Hollywood. Like, remember that Allure cover a few years back with the model Halima? She was giving like a hang loose hand sign. That was Marion. Any high fashion magazine, if they're going to do a cover, they call on her. She's like on speed dial. 
Absolutely. But Marion's talent, it goes way beyond her incredible artistry. Fun fact, she was actually a forensic scientist for the Metro Police before she started her career in nails. So she brings that curious scientific mindset to her craft today. And she's written a textbook for industry professionals called The Complete Nail Technician. And two years ago, released a book called Nailed It, Nails Fashion Technique, which Vogue called a must read for nail lovers. Most recently, Marion also launched an online diploma program on nail anatomy, product chemistry, and health and safety for budding nail techs. So she's definitely big on education And she's also a creative brand ambassador for CND. Well, we personally learned so much today and can't wait to get into her invaluable insights. So stay tuned because you're going to hear about the surprising thing that you're doing every single day that's probably damaging your nails. Plus, she fills us in on how to file your nails like a pro and the budget hand cream that's on her desk right now. Finally, you'll hear about a new brush-on crack filling technology from CND called Plexagel that's going to be available in local salons as soon as lockdowns are over in your town. It's mind-blowing, you guys. So here she is, Marion Newman. Let's pause for a moment to show some love for one of our show sponsors, Ritual. So gather around everyone. I'm going to tell you a little story flashing back to November. So it was really on my bucket list in 2020 to donate blood for the first time. I'm type O negative and all my friends are nurses and they said, you have to donate. You're the universal blood type. So I was ready to go. And the nurse pricks my finger, takes my blood and says, actually, you're not eligible to donate today because your iron levels are too low. So that sort of got me thinking about like all of the vitamins and minerals in my diet that I'm probably not getting enough of. And that's why I was excited to recommit to Ritual Essential for Women. So what's cool about the Ritual Vitamin, it's really every single thing that you need in one capsule. They obsessively researched the main nine vitamins that women regularly need, but are often lacking in our diets. So of course, iron being one of them. There's also folate, omega Omega-3, vitamin B12, vitamin D3, vitamin K2, boron, vitamin E, and magnesium. So I just take two every morning and I put it right beside my Vitamix. So I make it part of my daily routine. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Ritual wants you to get key nutrients without the BS. And they're offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash beauty to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash beauty. We'll link to that offer on our blog and in our show notes. Now on with the show. Let's start with me. Let's make it about me for a second. Okay, um, that's fine. I have, about you. <laughs> I have, like, I'll wash my hands and I'm like, you know, being so thorough these days, but they'll, I'll end up with like, my knuckles are like cracked. They're just so dry at that point that it's like, what do, you, what do you even do? The first thing to do is you need to do a little bit of a treatment. So you need to find an exfoliation because if you don't exfoliate the dead and dry skin, then any treatment hand cream you put on afterwards isn't going to reach the parts that it needs to reach. So there are many exfoliation hand creams around and about, but you know, if, if that's not available, then do it yourself at home. So for example, get a bit of honey or get a bit of aloe vera gel and mix some sugar into it. 
Um, and there you've got like a very, very natural exfoliation. And by doing that, it will help to get rid of the dry skin and then open, open the fresh skin to all the really like good ingredients that are going to make a difference to you. So, you know, that is one thing to do. And how many times a week or a day would you do that? Maybe twice a week. You do that and then support it with some really good hydration cream and some protection cream. Then you'll see a difference over time. I mean, you know, skin skin reproduces itself like maybe around sort of five weeks. So, you know, it's not going to be an overnight sensation. It's going to take a little bit of effort to do that. And since we're getting personal, what's the hand cream in your handbag or beside your sink? Oh, okay. Well, my hand cream right now on my desk is I'm really loving. And, you know, I'm sitting at my desk now and I have, you know, I, I have hand sanitizer on here. You know, I have a nail file on here. I have oil on here. But the one that I'm, the one that I'm, is actually on my desk. I don't know if it's available in, in America, but it's called the Chemistry Brand. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Just by Desiem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by Desiem. Exactly. I'm actually loving that right now. Yeah. The, the two, the two that are sitting on my desk right now, one of them is the Extreme Hydration Concentrate, which is, it says it's like a protective hydration glove for hands. Love that. And the other one is hand hydrator with hyaluronic acid. And, you know, hyaluronic acid, I know it's been around a while, but, you know, quite honestly, it's proven to work um, because, you know, it, it holds more water. It's something like 10 times more water than its a own thousand. weight or something. Yeah, so, a thousand times. Is it a thousand? Okay. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. So, you know, these are the two that are literally on my desk right now. Um, and I use them all the time, along with the hand sanitizer. Well, that's good because those are like very affordable. Yeah, I think so. I thought you were going to say like Sisley uh, oh. hand cream. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, w- I I absolutely would say Sisley. And I have to say, you know, in my in my day job um, as a sessions person, Sisley is in my kit. I have to say because you know I work with some amazing people, and they like luxury basically um and and i have to say sisley is in my kit but on my desk right now is these two (laughs) yeah so let's talk about cuticles i pretty much ignore mine but when do you know that you have a problem (laughs) i'm just being honest here um and what's an effective solution that you can do at home the best 100 percent best Thing to do for that is daily, if not three times daily, a good nail oil and massaging it, you know, massaging it into the base of the nail, because what that will do is will, it will stop it sticking to the nail plate and the growth of the nail plate dragging it along. You do that and I will guarantee it doesn't matter what the condition of your nails are. If you use a good nail oil two or three times a day, even once a day, I will guarantee an improvement in the condition of the skin around your nails. Nail oil, 100%. Can it be regular oil, like face oil? Or does it have to be cuticle oil? can absolutely be face oil because, you know, face oil will have things like vitamin E in and, and, and the vitamin E is really, really good to, to do the antioxidant job. So that will help the skin 
but the best oil is an oil that will penetrate the nail plate. And there are only three oils in existence that will penetrate the nail plate to any depth. But there are lots of oils that will actually help the skin around the base of the nail. So if you could do those two things at once, encouraging a healthy, flexible skin around the base of the nail, but you're also encouraging an oil to penetrate into the nail plate to make that more flexible and more healthy, then you're doing two jobs at once. What are the three oils? Okay, the three oils that have any chance of penetrating the nail plate is avocado oil, jojoba oil, and squalene. Let's talk about the nails themselves. And in this case, we're talking about the nail plate. What's the worst thing we're doing to contribute to damaged nails? And maybe we're not, we don't even realize that we're doing it. Oh my goodness, where do I start with this? One of the main causes of peeling, you know, peeling of the, it's called delamination or lamella dystrophy, if you want the, the proper sort of scientific term. That is one of the biggest problems with nails, which is where the end of the nail, you know, peels. You can, you can see those layers and you can get your nail underneath it and you can peel it back. That is mostly caused by water. So water is, is, is one of the biggest problems for nails. And what can you do? You've got to wash your hands. Even, you know, even without the pandemic, you've still got to wash your hands often and you've got to shower and you've got to bathe. So that is one of the biggest problems um, with the nail plate, protection of the nail plate, protection of the nail plate and a weekly gentle filing of the end. It's like, you know, with hair, you get split ends off the split ends to go back to the healthy hair. It's exactly the same with the nail plate. So that is one of the big problems. The other problem, particularly during lockdown, is picking off coatings. You know, I'm very good at saying what to do. I'm not always good at at following my own advice because (laughs) I love picking off coatings. Wrong. (laughs) It's wrong. You shouldn't do it. (laughs) Because <laughs> whatever coating, even a nail polish, if that is adhering to the nail plate properly, which it should be, you know, if you've prepared the nail plate and it's squeaky clean and you've got rid of the cuticle, et cetera, that nail polish, that, that UV gel polish, whatever you've got on your nail, is really holding strongly onto that upper layer of nail plate. I know how satisfying it is, but you're actually taking off a whole load of layers of that nail and you're making it thinner and weaker. And you're exposing the layers of nail that that are not that they're, they're not strong enough. The upper layers of nails are pretty non-porous, actually. They are porous, but not as porous as when you take them away. So you're destroying the nail plate, basically. So picking as satisfying as it is, don't because you're taking up. You, you've got about 100, 120 layers of nail plate you're probably taking off about 10 of those. Oh my God. Which is quite a lot. Yeah, really. Hey guys, I hope you're finding some amazing tips for dry hands today. And I want to take a pause for a minute to talk about some SOS for the skin on your face in partnership with our friends at Kula. So if strengthening your skin barrier is a goal for you this year, Kula's new Great Barrier Cream Fortifying Moisturizer from their new organic skincare collection is here to offer you some relief. It features organic sea kelp and blue algae to help boost hydration and build up skin's resiliency, which we know is so important to preventing other skin conditions you might have 
like acne or premature aging. And having tried the product myself, I think a lot of you are really going to like its lightweight consistency, especially if you tend to find typical barrier creams too rich for your skin type. This one feels somewhere between a lotion and a cream rather than like a real balm like most barrier creams. It's also been dermatology tested and it's non-comedogenic, meaning it's less likely to clog pores. So especially if you have oily or combination skin, I think you're really going to love Kula's new Great Barrier Cream Fortifying Moisturizer. Plus, it's vegan and cruelty-free, something else I know many of you are after. So want to give your skin what it's really craving? Kula has a special offer just for Breaking Beauty listeners. Check out their new Kula Organic Skincare on Kula.com, and they'll even give you 10% off your first order with the code BEAUTY. That's C-O-O-L-A.com for 10% off your first order with code BEAUTY. We're going to link to that offer on our blog and in our show notes. And now back to the show. So I'm one of those people who has the bendy, peely nails. I was looking at my nails saying, that's me. Like, what's the first thing I should do or what should I do ongoingly for that? Because I got to wash my hands, like you said. Oil, 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 oil. Okay. Oil above everything else. Guarantee good nail oil. Use it regularly. I will guarantee an improvement in your nail condition. So oil, oil, oil. You know, do it last thing at night. Do it first thing in the morning. Do it a few times a day. Have it on your desk, though, as soon as you pick up your phone or as soon as you do a Zoom. You know, have the oil and sit there massaging it in. You know what we need, Marion? We need one of those little attachments like they have with the hand sanitizer. We need like a hook that hooks onto our our bags and... <laughs> Yeah, we'll or you, do it or your phone, times a day. Or your, or your phone, you know, have a little hook on your phone. You know, you get yeah. all those cute little things that um, people have. Yeah, have it on there. So number one is oil. Um, okay. I'm painting Secondly, it on right now. Well done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, if there is nothing else you do, do that. Um, the other thing is if you do have weak and bendy nails, then quite honestly, I know a lot of people... They like their nails to breathe. Well, breathing nails is a marketing spin. It's not true. It's it's a myth. And I want to bust that myth because nails do not breathe. They're dead. Your nail plate is dead. It, you know, it, it's not going to come alive again. It doesn't breathe. It doesn't have lungs. It doesn't need a breather. It's like your hair. You know, your hair is dead. And once it's there, it's there. All you can do is, is help to support it in some way or another by using a good conditioner, you know, using stuff that will help the split ends, getting it regularly trimmed. So your nail plate is, is dead. So if you've got weak and bendy nails, they don't need a breather. I would suggest that you 100% of the time wear some sort of nail coating, even if it's uh, a clear, even if it's a clear top coat, wear it. It's like a protection for your nail. It'll seal the moisture in and keep unwanted moisture out. So, you know, I said water is one of the the bad things for nails. Well, if you wear a coating on your nails, even if it's just a couple of coats of clear, um, it will help protect your nails from soaking up that water and it will help keep the natural moisture in it. So if you've got weak, bendy nails, then just keep a coating on it and keep topping up that coating. Now, would you go Base coat or top coat or just clear polish? 
Well, I, I always recommend a base coat because a base coat is formulated to adhere to the nail plate better. So I would recommend a base coat first and then put a clear top coat on the top. But keep putting it on and keep sealing the edge. You know, don't just paint it on. Paint it on and seal the edge because that's where the water can seep in. It's right on that edge. So keep sealing that edge. Let's talk about tools, Marianne, because so many different even types of files out there. So what do you personally look for in a great file? Is there any particular shape or grit or grain? Okay, so grit is the most important thing because the natural nail is actually really delicate. If you imagine the natural nail, if, can you imagine like a piece of plywood? You know, a piece of plywood that is like layer and layer and layer of, of wood all stuck together. Um, if you imagine that is what the, the nail is like. Now, if you use a really hard rasp on the, on the edge of that plywood, it's going to splinter it because it's too harsh. And those splinters is exactly what happens to the nail plate if you use a really harsh file. If you use an emery paper on the end of that plywood, it's going to smooth it. So grit is the most important thing for a nail file. And grit is measured in the number of pieces of grit per square centimetre. And, um, and files, every boards, are measured in grit size. So look for a file that is 240 grit or okay. higher. And that means that there are a, a 240 pieces of grit in a square centimetre. If you go lower than that, that means there's bigger pieces of grit in the same size. If you go higher than that it means the grit size is smaller in the same size so you should never really use a file that is is less than 240 grit and higher and then you'll be pretty safe if you if you use you know those like really old-fashioned brown emery boards that you used to buy in a little pack shocking for the now they will encourage delamination They'll encourage that really? splintering that happens with plywood. So you, okay. if, if you can run your, your finger over it and it feels smooth, that is the best file. And then the, the motion for the filing. I know anytime you'd be interviewing a nail artist, they have such a specific way, like no seesawing, right? That's sort of true. And, and going from side to middle, side to middle is very good. Yeah, that's very good to get an even shape. You know, so if you're doing like an almond shape, which, you know, my nails tend to be, that's very good to get an even shape and instead of, you know, sloping over one side. But quite honestly, if you use a very fine abrasive, 240 or more, if you angle it underneath the nail, you can go backwards and forwards. Okay. It, you, can, you can feel it. If, it. if it's jarring, don't do it. But if it's feeling smooth, it's fine. Such a thing as too much buffing. For your nails. Oh, Is yes. it bad for your nails? Okay. Oh, yeah. Because when you think about, say, a three-sided buffer, you know, readily available, used all the time, gives a fantastic gloss to the nail. Well, when you think about that first side of the three or four-sided buffer, it creates a little dust on the nail, doesn't it? It, it makes it matte because that's creating a little dust. Well, what that is doing is removing that top layer. And so if you do that too often, you're removing the layer, shining it, and then a bit later, you're removing another layer, shining it before the, the layer replaces itself. So I would say from a buffing point of view, that first side, don't use that any more than once a month or once every two months, 
because it's taking a little bit of the top surface of the nail away each time. And your nail actually from, you know, the base of the nail to the end takes five months to grow. So that's not getting replaced. If you buff it too much, you're just thinning, thinning, thinning. One to two months, no more. Second and third side, yeah, give it a little buff every couple of weeks or so. A lot of people ask me about ridges. I have ridges on my nail. What do I do? What do I do? What is your fix? Don't file them. Don't buff them. Because by buffing them to flatten them, you're going down to the thinnest point of the nail, whether it's um, a depression in the nail or whether it's a ridge in the nail. If you file it to flatten them out, you're thinning the nail plate by probably over half. So don't file them. Don't buff them. Use a ridge filler, you know, maybe, you know, when we're open again, maybe go, go get a UV gel manicure because that is thick enough to, to fill up the ridges and the depressions. Never file them out because you'll end up with splits going down the length of the nail, which is really painful and it will take months to grow out. And I know for some of our listeners, they just cannot go without their nail art. And I feel like this really has been the year of the press on nail, you know, coming back because we can just get that instant manicure while we can't visit our beloved salons. I am curious, though, how you would recommend removing press-on nails, because this has happened to me where it's like some of them fall off, but some of them just don't want to come off. And then I end up pulling and yanking, and I know I'm doing damage. So I'm curious what your advice is and if you would do it differently for adhesive versus glue press-on nails. So the only way to remove them safely is to soak them in acetone. And, you know, you can cut the end off or not, or just put them in a bowl of acetone or wrap them in with a cotton pad soaked in acetone and some tin foil from the kitchen. Take about 10 minutes or so. It destroys the nails, but that is the safe way of removing them. There is no other safe way to remove them. And if anybody is worried about using acetone, there is no need to be worried about using acetone. It is drying, but if you've got dry skin, then just put a little oil around the, the, around the outside of the nail to protect that skin. And then you're not going to get that drying thing. Some people believe that they're allergic to acetone. You're not allergic to acetone because acetone is naturally in the body. It's an irritant. It isn't an allergen. So don't be worried about using acetone. Just compensate for the drying effect of it by putting a little hand cream, a little nail oil, even a little like Vaseline, you know, something like that around and you're not going to get the drying effect. But that is the only safe way, only safe way of removing press-on nails that I've used an adhesive. You touched on this and I'm so glad we're circling back, which is at-home gel manicures. So you kind of said that you wouldn't recommend this. I'm curious, like if you'd ever recommend it for at-home use, are there benefits over using regular polish and what just like the major do and don't is for healthy results? Just don't. I mean, I can explain why as briefly as possible. First of all, over here in the UK, we have um, the British Association of Dermatologists, which is, you know, a proper like regulatory body for dermatology. And in 2018, they discovered uh, a, a massive, massive allergy epidemic, which they have called an allergy epidemic. And it all started with at-home UV gel polish kits. And many reasons for that is UV gel polish is full of allergens. 
And if you don't use it with a with a correct UV lamp, it means that it doesn't cure or harden. It doesn't cure properly. And so the, the allergens are trapped within the coating. And when you come to remove them, whether you soak them or whether you buff them, those un, uncured monomers, which are the allergens, go onto the skin and cause an allergic reaction. It's huge here in the UK, but it's global as well because it's also gone over into the professional market because lots and lots of people are suffering from an allergy now. Um, And so nail professionals, some nail professionals, it's ruined their career because they can't work anymore. There's also, I don't want to, um, (laughs) I don't want to really scare people But if you do develop an allergy to some of these monomers, some of these acrylate monomers or acrylic monomers, it has other implications in that um, acrylics are used in dental implants. They're also used in things like hip replacements, knee replacements. And if you have that allergy that you might have developed from using a UV gel polish, you know, as simple as that, if once you have that allergy, you need to tell your dental surgeon and you need to tell your medical surgeon because you will be allergic to a dental implant and a bone implant. Mm, wow. And that means that allergen goes into your body and it can't be taken out. So, you know, there's huge implications about this that goes far wider than pretty nails. That wouldn't happen at a salon? Of course it can, because those products are still allergens. But hopefully if you go to a salon that knows what they're doing, they're using the product that is matched with the lamp that cures them because this is another issue and it doesn't get cured properly. Hopefully they're not getting those products on the skin because these products are not meant to touch the skin at all. They're meant to be on the nail plate and not touch the skin. So, you know, Hopefully, you go to a salon where you have a professional that actually knows what they're doing. So, yeah, it crosses over everything and is a major problem. You know, all things considered, that's why UV gel manicures at home, for me, is a huge don't. And now quick pause to hear about one of our show partners, Sports Research. So we know in the beauty game, collagen is so important. It's really vital to help support the health of our skin, our hair, our nails, and our connective tissues. But the truth is, as we age, our bodies produce less collagen. So it's great to sort of boost that from the inside out. That's where sports research comes in. So their new collagen beauty complex powder is the first collagen of its kind to feature red orange complex, hyaluronic acid, vitamin C, and biotin. So really it is that winning combo formulated to support a more youthful appearance. And I appreciate that the collagen beauty complex, it's third party certified and non-GMO verified. I've been experimenting with three of the different flavors. There's unflavored, there's strawberry lemonade, and there's watermelon yuzu. I have to say the one I'm gravitating toward the most is the unflavored because I find I can seamlessly add that into my morning smoothie when I already have a lot of other flavors going on. And it's just one simple scoop in the morning. It's become part of my day. And I know that I'm doing something great for my hair, my skin, my nails. It's awesome. So we have a special offer just for our listeners. And if you go to sportsresearch.com and use the code beauty at checkout right now, you'll get 30% off site-wide. It's the perfect time to sample the entire Collagen Beauty Complex lineup. 
That's 30% off site-wide at sportsresearch.com slash beauty with code beauty at checkout. We'll link to that offer on our blog and in our show notes. Now back to the episode. I know a lot of people are removing their own nail polish at home with acetone, soaking it away. But I do notice this huge trend of these burst gel, they're quote unquote called burst gel nail polish removers that you see all over TikTok and Instagram. And it looks like a regular bottle of uh, nail polish and you're supposed to paint it on. You wait a few minutes and it looks like it kind of like pops open the, the gel polish. Honestly, like it looks like a miracle cure. Like when you're sick of wrapping and soaking and all of that, you're like, oh, this looks so much easier. I know a lot of my girlfriends, they bought it on Amazon and they they are like swearing by it. But it's like when you look at the bottle, you don't know what's in it. Like, have you had any experience with this? Two words, paint stripper. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's paint stripper. It's caustic. It's caustic. It burns skin. It causes allergies. And I'm sure you've heard a global nail expert called Doug Shoon. He's he's American. And when these first came out, I mean, he just blasted it all over his social platforms. Do not use. It's lethal. Paint stripper. It's nitromores. I don't know if you have something like nitromores in America, but it's paint stripper. And it is seriously caustic. It's plastic. Nail polish is plastic. A UV gel polish is plastic. You paint something onto any plastic and it does that to it. Makes it bubble up like that. That is serious chemicals in there. So paint stripper, don't go there. Use acetone. All that acetone does is it breaks the bonds and it's not doing any harm. It's a bit drying, but it's not going to harm you. Um, It just breaks the bonds in the coating. Whereas those burst things is, you know, you put that onto, put it onto a television screen or your computer screen or put it onto anything that is plastic and see what happens. It'll virtually smoke. So no, (laughs) no. If you don't believe Marion, I did try it and it doesn't even work that well. So FYI, just stick to the acetone. Yeah, just stick to the acetone. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of questions about quote unquote non-toxic nail products. And first of all, what does that mean non-toxic in the nail space? And are there some polishes and removers that are less harmful than others? Is that a thing in 2021? I have to say, I'm a myth buster. I love myth busting um, because I deal with facts, not in marketing spin. And non-toxic is a marketing spin because every single chemical on this planet is toxic to somebody. And it all depends on the level of toxicity. And that is what is really important, is the level of toxicity to the individual. And, you know, the the, the terminology is overexposure. So if I can use an example is peanuts, for example. You know, people can, some people can eat peanuts the whole of their life and nothing happens. And then then the occasional person eats one peanut and they have anaphylactic shock, you know. It's all the levels. So every single chemical, and the world is made up of chemicals. A bottle of air is full of chemicals. The only thing that isn't a chemical is heat, light, and electricity, so energy. Everything else is chemicals. Cosmetic products are some of the safest products in the world because they have to fit with cosmetic regulations, whatever country you're in. So Non-toxic is a marketing spin because something will always be toxic to somebody. Cosmetic products are the least likely to be toxic. So this non-toxic marketing spin 
is just using a bit of fear-based marketing, quite honestly. So people that say, you know, that they're chemical-free, nonsense. There is nothing that is chemical-free in the world. Nothing. We're chemicals. Water is a chemical. Air is a chemical. So it's a bit of a marketing spin that is misleading people into believing that they have a unique selling point. No need to use non-acetone removers then, for instance. None at all. None at all, because non-acetone removers, they still have solvents, but they're solvents that aren't as efficient as acetone. So they're on your skin for longer because they're not as efficient. So why not just use acetone because it's quicker? And same goes for free from nail polishes because we do get asked about that too. What is really important is what your nail polish contains what it, and not what it doesn't contain. And, you know, a lot of these free froms, and, you know, we're up to about 17 now, I think. Um, I do a lot of myth busting on these and some of the ingredients that they're free from, the toxicity or, you know, what it is they claim to happen is complete nonsense. You know, formaldehyde, for example, is free from formaldehyde. We have formaldehyde in our breath. A baby has formaldehyde in their breath. You know, formaldehyde is a part of, 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 of our whole body working. Um, there's another one, um, THPF, which one is it? There's another one that says it was a, a metabolism interrupter. And if you wore nail polish, it made you fat. There was a research project that tried this out. And there was a, a group of people that were nail polish and a group of people that didn't wear nail polish. And they tested their urine. Well, the people that didn't wear nail polish had the same thing in their urine. So it's just fear-based marketing, actually. And it is so unnecessary. Nail polish is one of the safest products, cosmetic Mm -hmm. products on the planet. Mm -hmm. If you were to go into a drugstore and you're like needed to get the best nail polish, just regular nail polish, and it's not going to chip after two days, what are you buying? Oh, there's a question. Do you know what? I would probably buy the cheapest because the cheapest hasn't gone down this road of the marketing spin. You know, years ago, before this like five free, seven free, 10 free, nail polish was completely and utterly safe. It was. And then, you know, this thing came along where everybody was like scared about these chemicals. But the cheapest nail polish hasn't replaced a lot of the of the, the chemicals that have now been replaced. You know, every nail polish is vegan. Every nail polish is breathable. I would probably go for the cheapest because the chances are it'll stay and it won't chip because it hasn't <laughs> got all this fancy stuff in it that actually doesn't work as well as the original formulation. I also wouldn't go for the fast dry. I wouldn't go for the one minute dry because the faster something dries, the more brittle it's going to be. And so the more brittle it's going to be, the more it's going to chip. So I'd probably go for that for the cheapest. Actually, that's terrible, isn't it? Because there are some fabulous <laughs> nail polishes out there that I love and they're not cheap, um, but I probably love them for their colors and their yeah. label. Well, which anything. one is the longest lasting? If, if money was no object, which, which one is straight up the lo- longest lasting without chips? That's hard because I wear gel polish on my nails all the time. So it's a long time since <laughs> I've... You know, there is a brand that I do love and and they do have a whole marketing thing, which is natural and pure and organic. Well, not organic. That's wrong completely. But there's a French brand brand that I do actually love, which is called Cure Bazaar. 
Pure Bazaar, it's a French brand and I've worked with them for a long time. I've worked with them on a lot of fashion shows and every time, you know, my whole team when I work on a fashion show, they always say, that nail polish is beautiful to paint. And, you know, this goes down the whole vegan route, 10 free, which, you know, I'm not commenting on their marketing, but I do love it as a nail polish. I really do. It covers beauty. It's, It's beautiful to paint. But, you know, I have to say, I am a brand ambassador for CND, you know, global yeah. CND. Um, and do you know what? They're Vinylux. I mean, I, I think, totally agree. I, I think that, that blows all the retail brands out of the market, quite honestly. I totally agree. That's what I always get on my toes for my yeah. pedicures because yeah. I can't be bothered to go back every two weeks to get shellac off. So I'm like, just give me the Vinylax. I swear oh, it's never, last never me. have shellac on my toes. But you know what? You don't need a base coat with it. It doesn't stain. That top coat will make it last for two, at least two weeks and it dries in eight and a half minutes. So, you know, I, I am admitting to being um, a CND brand ambassador, but I'm brand ambassador because I love the brand. So if you want nail polish that lasts, use Vinylux and use their top coat. The top coat is the key. It's not just the color, the color, obviously no base coat, but it's that top coat that is the key. And it comes off quickly and easily with, you know, any nail polish remover. So, um, and their, their color range is vast. So yeah, no, it's amazing. So for our final question, and this actually is related to CND as well, I want to talk about something that I clocked on your Instagram and I understand it's it will be available in salons only. It just launched in January. So when we get to go back to salons, we can look forward to this. But it was almost like ASMR. It was a close-up of a cracked nail being coated with clear polish. And you were talking about CND's new Plexigel. It looked like wizardry. What is this? <laughs> it is wizardry. Yeah, we had it. We launched. It was launched here a few months ago. I don't know why. Okay. It was... It was here earlier than the US, no idea. But yeah, Plexi Gel is the brand new CND innovation. And oh my goodness, have they got it right? So the four products is the base, you know, to make it adhere to the nail plate. Then there are two products in the middle. One is Shaper, one is Builder. Shaper, I've just done, um, if you look on the CND YouTube, I did a, a video for them just before Christmas. For years, I've been such a supporter of Crystal Nails, which is absolute clear, clear, clear now, you know, so the free edge is clear. There's the negative space, but it has to have perfect clarity. I've done it for so many different shoots and shows. Um, I haven't found a, an actual product other than a, than a stick on nail, basically. But Shaper in Plexi Gel is totally crystal. It's unbelievable. And it's the Shaper that will find its way in. It will seep into a crack in the nail and repair it. It's unbelievable. It is their brand new innovation and it's going down a storm here in the UK because we've had it for a few months now. It is going down a storm. But we use shellac. We used a little tiny bit of shellac to mix into it. So we made it as a tint. Um, So it's a tint on the nails. So, I mean, uh, one of the things we did and one of the things we're going to be doing is a little bit like the stained glass window. So you can put different colors in and make it look like a stained glass window, or you can put different colors in and you can mix it so it looks like a marble effect. But apart from that, I mean, this is is effects that you can do with it. Um, As a product, yeah, it's 
astonishing. It really is. Yeah. I mean, the research that has gone into this, you can basically do anything with it from four bottles. It's amazing. So the, the four steps are bonder, shaper, builder, top. Yeah, the, the shaper builder is an alternative. If you want to extend the nails to a decent length, then you need builder, which is a lot stronger. If you want to strengthen the nails or extend them just a tiny bit, it's shaper. And then there's the, the top coat, which is called protector, which has got a gloss like you have never seen before. So it, it just like flows on like silk. And the gloss is just like almost 3D. It's amazing. Okay. So can I ask you something? Because I have a toenail that never will grow to full length. Like, will it extend it? Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, absolutely. Whoa. It looks like it will literally fix any nail problem. So like broken nails, nails that don't grow long enough. Like I'm looking at it right now. That's so cool. Can't wait to try that. Yeah. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time with us, Mary. And you were very generous. Oh, you're very welcome. It's lovely to talk to you. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. I'm